Thank you for downloading the Walking On Air podcast. Before I begin, I would like to thank the three fantastic sponsors of this podcast. Where are you going on holiday this year? Will you be exploring the mysterious moorlands of Dartmoor or the lovely lakes of the Lake District? Perhaps you would like an adventure in Andalusia or an autumnal wine walk in Sicily or Spain. Do you want to return to the roots of Nordic walking and have a go at cross-country skiing in Norway? Or are you looking for a challenge walk somewhere further afield in Africa, India or Canada? You can find holidays to all these incredible destinations and many more at walkingwomen.com. Local women guides provide in-depth knowledge of each area and will encourage you to walk a little longer and walk a little higher. Use the discount code WOA23 to get a £50 discount off your next walking holiday. Walking women take care of the organisation so you can take care of yourself. The next sponsor is the go-to supplier of brilliant Nordic walking poles. Nordicwalk.store is the leading independent online retailer of quality Nordic walking poles in the UK. Always warm and friendly, I can vouch for the fact that you will get excellent customer service in their capable hands. Nordicwalk.store will deliver Lecky and XL poles the next day anywhere in the UK and if you need advice about which pole is right for you, then contact Paula, who is always happy to help answer your questions. And finally, have you ever considered turning an activity you love into your actual job? If you enjoy being outdoors, meeting new people and staying fit, why not train to become an instructor yourself? British Nordic Walking offers internationally recognised high-quality instructor courses and provides amazing ongoing support for its instructor network. If this sounds tempting, then you can book an instructor training course with a £25 discount if you visit www.britishnordicwalking.org.uk, click on the Train With Us tab and book using the discount code WALKING23. I trained with British Nordic Walking back in 2014 and it provided me with all the information I needed to start teaching and gave me the confidence to set up as an instructor on my own. As a British Nordic Walking instructor, you too will benefit from ongoing support from the community and CPD opportunities to enhance your own knowledge. Further details, discount codes and links to the sponsors' websites can be found in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the Walking On Air podcast, winner of the Inspiration of the Year Award in the Community Sports and Recreation Alliance Awards for 2022. This podcast is for the whole Nordic walking community, from beginner to instructor wherever you are in the world. I'm Mary Tweed, an instructor with British Nordic Walking, and each week I will be discussing various topics with Nordic walkers who are experts in their own particular fields, covering a diverse range of topics about ways in which Nordic walking benefits health and well-being. If you find this podcast beneficial, then I would be extremely grateful if you would consider occasionally making a small donation, the price of a cup of coffee, by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash walking on air. This helps cover the cost of producing these podcasts.
My guest this week is Sam Armstrong from Walks, Derwent and Dales in Derbyshire. Sam had worked in the fitness industry for several years when she discovered Nordic walking. Recognising the benefits that outdoor exercise had on physical and mental health, she was inspired to set up her business and empower others, which she did in 2008. Over the years, Sam's love of walking has taken her all over Europe and the UK, and last year she qualified as a mountain leader. She has organised walking festivals in the Peak District and is planning one with her colleague Nicholas Broson from the 6th to the 8th of May in the Lake District. Sam is also a carer for her eldest daughter and she has kindly agreed to talk to me today about how Nordic walking helped her through the most difficult period of her life. Sam Armstrong, welcome to Walking On Air. Thank you, Mary. It's a pleasure to be here today. Could you start by telling us about your exercise background? My exercise background? Yeah, I've I always loved exercise. So from, from school days, the sport was more important in my life than the academic side of it. And I relished in my sport. I loved my tennis, my hockey. Uh, my team sports I loved all of those and swimming and then as gradually as I get, got older and, and out of that it you know that those I still played tennis I didn't play hockey so much but I still love the fact that I could get out and, and exercise and I suppose after that I would then take up exercise activity in gyms and aerobic stuff but yeah it was or fitness was always a big part of my life and could you set the scene for the listeners about what your life was like in the years just before you discovered Nordic walking? I can indeed. So before Nordic walking, well, before walking, because I wasn't a walker until my mid forties, believe it or not, I was a what would call a stroller. <laughs> I would just walk from the house and do a couple of miles, not really knowing anything. Uh, about it we never did it as, as a family something I also did was horse riding and I and I loved horse riding so that was a big part of, of growing up so I after I left school I became a chef and I did that for many years then had my two girls and that took over an awful lot of time as being a, a, a mum does and one thing eventually led to another and the story about my daughters or my daughter specifically I will talk about that later but I I found myself with a pair of poles in my hand and and that was amazing it was the best thing it was the best thing I ever did. So how did you first discover Nordic walking? So I would had already started started my professional fitness training I'd been doing that a few years and I I got a job in a, in a gym part-time, which I really enjoyed. And I learned a lot about fitness and medical conditions. That was a real, really good grounding for me. Then I became a sports massage therapist alongside of that. And then one day I was literally sitting at the desk looking for something specific to do with exercise. And half of the screen came up with the exercise and the other half came up with people with poles 
And I thought, what is this? So I got completely distracted because I've got the attention span of, of a fly, really. I'm just like flitting from one to another all the time. And that was more interesting than that. The other thing I was researching. So I clicked on that and it's like, wow. And it was like a thunderbolt. It literally was. I've never been so impressed. And I just thought, so hang on a minute. You can do an activity outdoors and you can do all these exercises with those poles and be fitter. It's like, this is amazing. So that was it. I just had to do it. And I, and I knew, and I don't know why I knew it was going to be big in the UK. So that was in 2008. And the next thing I signed up for instructor course, and then I got a bag of poles <laughs> delivered to me. And I think my husband thought I completely lost the plot by then. Um, he, he just saw these poles and he raised his eyebrows and then what is she doing now? <laughs> I had complete faith in what I was doing. I, I just knew that I had to do this. <laughs> and it was justified faith because your uh, club, your actual own one that you set up is one of the larger clubs in the UK now, isn't it? it Possibly it's one of the large ones, but it's it's certainly one of the, the longer existing ones, yes, because it's quite a time. It's within my 14th year I've been I've been doing it. I'm I'm as driven now as when I first started, but now I've I've got a lot more knowledge, shall we say. I was a bit like a ship without a sail in, in the first place and and it was very organic my growth because I was still caring uh, for my daughter she'd just come out of this terrible illness and and that's still ongoing but it was like right okay well this is what I want to do but I can only do a little bit of it at a time and that was a nice growth for me It, it it worked and actually today you've mentioned your daughter and we do want to talk specifically about how Nordic walking helped you as a carer, carve out some time for yourself. In what way has Nordic walking led you on a journey of empowerment? So I've obviously talked about fitness right at the beginning and and how important it was in in my life and my sports. Um, I was also very competitive. I didn't mention that. I, I love a bit of competition. What happened was while she was very ill and she was ill for a uh, good 10 years I, I lost track it was a quite a, a well a very dark period so I lost track of time but the only thing that really kept me going was doing doing some form of fitness during that time so I would take myself off running so that when she was asleep and if somebody was in the house looking after her that's when I know that I could go and even if it's just 15 minutes 20 minutes if I was lucky I could get an hour and I would go running and I'm not I'm not a runner by any stretch of the imagination, but it was the quickest hit I could get physically, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I would do some strength work if I was indoors with her. So that also helped. So I came back from those runs and I, I felt refreshed. I felt energized. I felt mentally in a, in a better space. So I knew that I was ready for the day ahead. In fact, it didn't matter when I took that exercise, but I made sure I got some form of exercise. And that is what got me through those awful years. And from that, when I discovered the, the, the Nordic walking, I felt I needed to get that message across to people that this is, this is such a great activity to 
to keep us not only physically strong but mentally strong and that's that's a huge thing that the, the mental and every time it doesn't matter I must have gone out thousands of times with my poles it always does the same thing and we know that about it those anybody that that takes goes out for a walk with you know that you feel better afterwards just by being in in the nature and and the whole uh, you know that the environment it, it's very uplifting so that that's where the empowerment came from it and I just love spreading that that energy and, and support because I know what it was like to be in that dark place and I know how much this can help people so this was a sort of time for you is that right um because other apart from those brief moments you had to exercise you were basically a full-time carer yeah the understanding yeah so can you be more specific about what it was about Nordic walking in particular that helped you in that moment. So when, for me, it's a sense of freedom and it's it's me, I'm allowed to be me as a person when I'm out there. If I'm on my own, if I'm with a dozen people, this is me and I've got that space and just that time to to be outdoors and I haven't yes I, I probably have got demands on me particularly with them with a group but if I'm on my own it's a time to embrace that and it's a very special time and I'm very grounding with that time I don't waste it e- even if the weather's awful you know it, I just stop and I take a, a mental picture of that place and I just feel grateful. I think that feeling of, of being grateful and thanking the universe or whatever you want to call it, it's just is uh, really important for me. So, yeah, that's it. It's, it's my time. It's, does that answer the question with that? It does. Yeah, it does. And I don't know if this is a similar question. I, I think it's slightly different. But what life lessons have you learned through Nordic walking and setting up your business? I've learned that I'm really committed to it. I've learned that I'm more creative than I thought I probably was before I did all of this. I'm a very, uh, the positivity, I'm very focused on the positivity of it all. Um, I've also learned, (laughs) well, I probably knew all this already, but I'd much rather be out there delivering than sitting at you know the desk doing accounts and numbers and counts and figures. I absolutely loathe. Um, I'm quite sure I have a type of numeracy dyslexia, but I suppose you you, you know you can't you can't do it all, can you? And I, I very much err to the to the creative side of things. <laughs> but I'm I'm committed to making people's making changes in in, in people's lives are yeah. you able to share any case studies of people who you've worked with and have managed to improve their quality of life oh my goodness case studies well I've, over the time that there's there's many many I haven't put anything specific I haven't got any, one specific person in life, there's many and and talking about case studies it's it's watching people change through the years you know when you I think this business is very special because when people come to you, 
they tend to stay, they make it their lifestyle. So what you do see them change, you see uh, their personalities blossom, you you see weight loss quite often. It's not so much weight loss, it's often a uh, body shape changes because they're uptaking regular exercise. You see people that would, you know, could have been quite shy when they started, but just to to blossom and and then they can develop into walk leaders or instructors. I'm inspired by the the people that that come along and what they can achieve. I mean, during lockdown was quite a revelation when I turned the business into virtual classes. I think we were doing about at least 10 a week virtual class or I was delivering those. And I would have members on there that I would never expected to have seen. So that was very inspirational. And we had a lot of changes in lockdown with with people's body shapes as well. So that, that, that for the better, for the better. Can you quickly tell us how you ran the virtual classes? Because I'm always fascinated by that. Uh, yeah, I, I had a panic attack initially thinking a, a friend suggested it to me. This was in the first week of lockdown when I just had a meltdown thinking I don't have a purpose. Uh, what, what am I going to do? I've got this business and, and, and you know, suddenly it, it just like I may as well have dropped off a cliff. It was that feeling and it was for many, I'm sure, would have had that feeling so a friend said, well, why don't you do Zoom classes? I said, well, what, what do you mean? What is Zoom? So I had no idea what it was. And she said, oh, it's really easy. You do this and you do that. And so I had a practice session with her. And I thought, yeah, actually, I think I can do that. And because I got the personal training qualification and, uh, and I'd done worked in the gym, so I knew that I could put a, a program together and, um, and deliver it. So we did resistance exercise classes I did stretch classes relaxation ones we used a tool called a smoothie so we used that and I did use poles in some of the the classes as tools if people didn't have any weights we'd suggest things like bags of rice or empty cartons of milk and fill them up with water so you so it wasn't all about buying stuff in it was what have you got in your household that you can use as weights and it was great and it was a fantastic way of keeping everybody together. It really yeah. was. Fantastic. I think yeah. it made everyone very inventive. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Being stuck in lockdown is an experience we can all relate to. And it reminds me of your situation when you were caring for your daughter and I just wonder what message of hope you have for other people who are in a situation where they can't see their life changing in the immediate future. What message of of hope? Take each day as it comes. Don't think too far ahead. Uh, Every day is a new day. So with regards to Nordic walking, one step at a time, make the the next step your best step. So Nordic walking almost becomes... A euphemism for not not a euphemism, a metaphor for for life. Yeah, yeah. I know it's helped so many people, and and I've listened to your podcast, Mary, and they're they're amazing. The inspirational people that you you have on them. So w- we know it. We know it helps, but it's just stepping stepping out there, and 
and doing it and and yeah don't don't overface yourself do too much too soon but let it become part of your life you will benefit from it so make your next step the best step brilliant that really is fantastic mm. so this podcast is called walking on air and i would be really interested to know what your top tip is for walking on air well last year I did something that put me completely out of my comfort zone. I did my mountain training award and I, and I passed it. Well done. In, in August. Thank you. It was the biggest thing I've ever done apart from setting up this business. And I, I think top tips is about sometimes things are scary. Life can feel like you can't do something, but you know, whatever you may be thinking about starting a goal or a hobby or a job, I think from my personal experience is just do it, just try it because courage is, is a feeling of being scared, but doing it anyway. And, and after putting myself through that last year, I mean, but passing the, the, ML qualification was the most amazing feeling but I did feel very scared doing a lot of the things and but it just makes you feel amazing when you do it so feeling scared but doing it anyway so see it believe it and make it happen and you won't regret it and feeling elated and happy is a side effect of of what we do so I, I think when you when your mind is saying you can't it's actually you don't want to but don't let the mind overpower that and try and find ways of, of controlling it and, and having a go because you never know where it'll take you. So that's probably my <laughs> words of wisdom. <laughs> uh, well, very wise words indeed. So thank you very, very much. Sam Armstrong, thank you so, so much for coming on Walking On Air. And um, I hope that everything continues to go in the right direction with your business and with your daughter. And I hope we can meet one day in the real, real world. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Yes, hope so too. That would be a great pleasure. Goodbye. Goodbye. I hope that you have enjoyed Walking On Air, and if so, then I would be extremely grateful if you could spare 30 seconds to like and review this podcast on the platform that you listen on, and hit the subscribe button, particularly if you listen on Apple. It will help spread the word about Nordic Walking and about this podcast. If you have any feedback, suggestions of a topic, or a story that you want to share on this podcast, please get in touch by emailing hello at walkingonairpodcast.co.uk. You can also follow the show on social media. On Facebook, it is simply Walking On Air. And on Instagram, the handle is walking underscore on underscore air underscore podcast. Have a great week and happy Nordic walking. Finally, before I go, I would just like to thank this episode's sponsors, 
British Nordic Walking, NordicWalk.store and Walking Women. Their support enables our community to share knowledge and learn together.